Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat, nope. for glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' tell you? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yeah. 
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I your theater Two sides to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose Alright, alright, alright You gonna learn today Alright, alright, alright You gonna learn today All right, the, the, the clapping and the applause is for all praises uh, to the Most High and his, his Son, um, uh, Jesus Christ, who we do say in, in the uh, Paleo Hebrew and Ancient Hebrew, Yahweh, Baha Shem Yahweh Shai, brother, thumb to the 12 tribes worldwide. Shalom. My name is Mishab, and I'm joined by. I'm joined by my brother, Gabar Kawa. <laughs> Oh, I was a little there. <laughs> <laughs> Shalom, call Yahshua Allah. Yahweh, Yahweh, Shai, Baraka, Thumb, from me also, to uh, all four corners of the earth and all the, all the, all the brothers and families that are uh, endeavoring in this work along with us. Uh, I want to say, Wab, Kawaba, Balakwa. Con, 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 con. Um, hope everybody did have a, 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 a good, restful uh, uh, weekend. Uh, hearing about all the, hearing about more tornadoes and more, and more, uh, uh, <coughs> more, more, more prophecies coming true. You know, in the true, in the true, true uh, spirit of uh, my brother uh, Tazapa. Uh, who does like to always quote Psalm 118, verse 20, 24, uh, which says, This is the day which the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. That as we see all these prophecies take, taking place, it can, it can be shocking that we are actually living in these times, that we're actually living in the times of Matthew chapter 24, Luke, uh, Luke 12, Luke 18, Isaiah 13, um, Isaiah 34, uh, Jeremiah 49, Jeremiah 50, um, even Obadiah. Um, that we are that we, uh, Genesis, um, uh, the forty ninth chapter, uh, Deuteronomy the thirty third chapter, Genesis the third Genesis the third chapter. That we're living in these times, y'all. Second um, Esther the thirteenth chapter. Uh, we are here. We are here, and and it, it is amazing uh, uh, to actually witness. Um, which is supposed to uh, strike, of uh, for it's supposed to strike in us a sense of urgency. A sense of fear, like wow, this really is happening. This really is going down. Um, like he was commanded to uh, have a cook. Uh, was it have a cook? Chapter one, verse five, where he says, "Write this in the book." That he, that he may that he may run that reading. Okay. Have a cook one. Yeah, chapter one, um, let's see. You said Habakkuk uh, um, um, chapter sure. one and verse verse five, I believe it is. Uh, it says, "Behold, ye among the heathen, and regard." All right, let, let me find and, it. Let me find it. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Isaiah 30 and 8, and I'll go write it before them in a table. It's um, noted in a book. I'm sorry. It's chapter 2, verse 2. Time. Uh, Habakkuk. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Time. Habakkuk uh, chapter 2 and verse 2 reads, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. So, so the most I had commanded um, uh, the prophet Habakkuk here, or Habakkuk, uh, however people want to, want to pronounce that, um, uh, to write, down, write these visions that, that the most I was giving him, write these prophecies down um, and make it plain upon tables. Make it where everybody can see this. It, it, this ain't gonna be some hidden mystery. Ain't gonna be some some that that we have to go into um, some deep type of meditation and, and try and figure out well what's the most I mean by this or or maybe this means something. He said no, make it plain. Write this down and make it plain upon tables like uh, again tablets, scrolls. Let and let this let let it be made plain and clear that he may run that read it when they read these visions and these prophecies that the Lord is is, is has laid out. And a person realizes what's going on, that, yeah, he may run that meeting, the meeting run like, like a sense of urgency, um, a sense of fear, a sense of desperation, that when this is here. Reading on. Time. Uh, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. That the vision was yet for an appointed time, that we're in the time now. That this is the, the, the events of Habakkuk or, or a lot of the, the prophecies in the Old Testament, did not take place in Old Testament times. That that's what made them prophecies. They were they were for the end times. They were for the latter days. They were for um, uh, the announcement of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For the announcement of the Savior. For the announcement of the Messiah. For the announcement of the deliverance of the children of Israel out of the last captivity that the children of Israel will ever be involved with ever again. So it says, for the vision is yet for the point of time, go ahead. But at the end, it shall speak. And now, and, we not, see all these, and now we see all these prophecies starting to speak. All the prophecies that the Lord talked about from the fall of uh, Babylon the Great, the fall of Babylon, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, Matthew chapter uh, 24, and all the prophecies in, in, contained in it. We're seeing it, it all, all coming to a climax. We see it all coming to a pivotal point, a climax, that yes, the day of the Lord is at hand. The, the day the Lord being and the day that he's about to save the the entire nation of Israel that was split into two kingdoms, he's, our deliverance is right around the corner. Reading on. And not lie. Though it tarry. And it seemed like it's been a long time. From, from 70 AD, uh, the last time we were in our homeland, before we were exiled, banished, kicked out, um, Dispersed, scattered to to, uh, to the four quarters of the earth. Seventy A.D. was the last time that that we were home. Seventy A.D. This is twenty twenty three, y'all. Seventy A.D. That's a long time for all these prophecies to finally take place. For 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 like the pawns on the chessboard to be moved into position uh, to get us from the promised land, whether it was in seventy A.D. or seven twenty two B.C. And have us, have us manipulated, and and for all the different wars that took place, and all the different battles, and 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 bloodshed. If you think about it, y'all, and bloodshed that had to take place in order to get us here 
into the Americas, in order to get us here into North America, um, the learning of, 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 of English, and for all this history to take place, so that now we can come back and read this Bible, the Word of God, and now master prophecies with actual world history, master prophecies with history, and, and see, man, the Word of God is true. The Bible is true. The, uh, the B-I-B-L-E, yes, that's the book for me. Standing on the Word of God, yes, the B-I-B-L-E. Um, if you want to go with the basic instructions for leaving earth, whichever one floats your boat, we're seeing that the Bible is true. So it says that though it tarry, go ahead. Wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And it's, it's, it's here, y'all. And these, these are days that when you go back and read the, 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 the prophets, you see that they are uh, many of them, when, when the Messiah showed them in the last days and what was going to have to take place in the last days, right before the Messiah came, or, or the events of the actual Messiah, the Jesus Christ, the, that prophet actually coming, it says they, many of them felt, felt sick for many days. That they, it, it, the, the events, of the last days that never been seen, they were prophecies. And to see what the nation of Israel was going to be going through, seeing the turmoil that the world was going to be going through, seeing the death, the destruction, the diseases, the, the, the natural disasters, the uh, wars, wars. Seeing that, and seeing all these things, many of the prophets, when, they, when the Lord gave them these, these, these visions and these prophecies, they fainted. It almost like it seemed they, they dropped dead. Had to be revived because of how, how tremendous, how extraordinary, how um, uh, powerful that the Lord's word was going to be. And, and as we've seen the events that we're living today, they've seen these things, and it really blew them away. It, it took the breath away. It was it was um, truly, truly, truly shocking. So. For us to be able to live in these days now and see these things taking place, yes, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it and that we're living in these days, y'all. We're living in these days and that now our salvation, the salvation of the 12 tribes of Israel, the so-called um, Judah, not so-called, but Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zebulun, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gad, Reuben, Asher, Thali, and Issachar, that we are actually about to be saved, that the, the, the promises that were given to David, the promises given to Moses, the promises given to all the prophets concerning the salvation of the children of Israel, the, the deliverance of the children of Israel out of this last captivity, that it, it's, it's here. We are definitely here, and, and, and it, it, it is shocking. I, I, I don't know if I can stress that enough. It is definitely shocking, shocking to the point where a lot of people even don't, don't want to look at it and believe it. It's, it's, it's too wonderful. It's too horrific. It's too. Uh, it's too frightening that we're actually living in these days. That the Word of God, that book, that book that people you know pay no attention to, that book that people people use as just a uh, uh, forget ancestry.com or or or, or, or uh, DNA one two three. If you want to know your family history, you go. That many many people kept kept the family tree in the big white Bible that was at grandma's house that, had, that keeps everybody's birthdays and who they married and, and, and who they divorced, that, that everybody's birthday is in big mama's big, big, uh, big Bible. 
that it's not just for that, but actually see and actually open the book up and actually read the prophecies uh, and not just get uh, hymns, not just get gospel songs, but actually see that the words of God are actually really true. The words of God, the prophecies that he gave us, they really truly are amazing. They, they really are true, and they're coming to pass. So where a lot of people are just like, no, nah, I don't even want to believe in the Bible then. I, I, uh, it's, it's too scary. It's too real. I want, I want to hold on to my fantasy. I want to hold on to my dream. I want to hold on to, the, to this, uh, to a lie. Um, because to admit that the word of God is, is coming to pass, there is nothing more powerful in the universe than God's word. There is nothing more powerful in the universe than God's word. There. Who, can, who can say something's going to happen two or three, four thousand, five thousand years ago, and it come to pass the exact same way? He calls his shot. He keeps calling his shot, and they keep repeatedly opening up the exact same way he said it was going to open up. I was watching a documentary yesterday, Gabar, about uh, Babe Ruth. And just going over a lot of history. I was just going into just a lot of history. And one of the documentaries just happened to have him. But one of the things that made him great beyond just, you know, the home runs and, and, and the old Yankee Stadium uh, that was in the polo grounds of uh, New York City, uh, right there where Queens and uh, Upper Manhattan actually come together, uh, Western Heights, that he was, at, he was in one baseball game. And he had two strikes against him, and it was on the third strike, and he pointed to right center field and knocked the home run to right center field, which which added to the air and added to the aura and added to the to the to the the, the, the worshiping of Babe Ruth, where he called his shot, and in calling his shot, forget about it. it that, that that made him a literally a baseball god. And then we can see like in basketball where um I know I know you remember the commercials between Larry Bird and, and, and Michael Jordan, uh, where they called they shot. And it would be the, the most ridiculous um uh scenarios or of events leading up to them uh, make, uh, making a basket. It'd be through through the you remember the commercials, right? Yeah, through through the, the, the hole in the uh, in, in the actual uh, building off of the 13th bleacher, you know, bank shot and, you know, nothing but net. I mean, <laughs> you know, for, and they were playing for, you know, uh, some, some fries or something, McDonald's fries or something. But it was, it was about, they were playing horse. And they were, you know, everyone knows about the game horse where they play, where, where we play. Um, we call our shots or, you, you know, you have to, you know, get like me, do, do, do my shot, copy my shot, you know? Right. I'm, I'm so expert. I'm so, I'm so, uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm so on a pedestal. I'm, I'm so, uh, I'm so gifted that I literally can call my shot. And then as, as we look at, at, uh, at, at, as we get interviews now of people who played, particularly with Larry Bird, I see a lot more people who play with Larry Bird um, talking about just how legendary and how great Larry Bird, the, the, the white, great white hype, um, but not really right. hype, that Larry Bird was, was, was the man. That Larry Bird, some of the greatest defenders in the NBA at the time, from a Michael Cooper to a, a, 
Uh, the, the glove. I forget. I forget his actual name. Um, Gary Payton. Gary Payton. Uh, that that and Gary Payton's a nigga. Don't don't get it, <laughs> don't get it twisted. Gary Payton is a nigga, and, and it was one of the top trash talkers in the NBA. And then obviously uh, Reggie Miller, who didn't play against Larry Bird, but was coached by him. But many people come in and saying that nobody talks more junk than Larry Bird. Larry Bird would literally call his shot, um, and there would be nothing anybody could do about it. That Larry Bird, that he was that type of player. That 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 if it weren't for the you know uh, to look at the blonde hair and 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 the and the, 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 the toothpick legs, you'd be like, this dude is slow. This dude is not a basketball legend. But no, they say Larry Bird was one that that he called his shots, and and it would be embarrassing. And that that he he would embarrass people. <laughs> That he he was he 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 deserves um, as they say he deserves it not for me um, I mean, I, unless somewhere down his lineage he might be Israelite but that he was actually <laughs> he he was a very very bad man and he would call his shots so for for them to come out and, and make the commercials uh, with him or back then make the commercials with him and and, and uh, MJ Michael Jordan that that's what that was all about. Uh, you know, a little back scenes, a little back history that, yeah, Larry Bird called his shots and there'd be nothing you do to stop it. That he, he that That's how expert or much of a basketball god he was. And then to go up against Michael Jordan, who who is arguably the greatest basketball player ever, um, that the fact that they called their shots, the fact that Babe Ruth called his shot, um, when you're, uh, in, if you're playing the, the game of billiards or, or pool, and you call your shot, uh, uh, three walls, side pocket, um, and that you, that you are such an expert at what you do, at your craft, and so masterful at your craft, that you can call, call out exactly what you want to do and then do it, and that there's nothing anybody can do to stop it. If we can do this type of things as, as men on earth, then how much more powerful is God, who obviously can do this, um, from thousands, three, four, five thousand years ago, and for these things to come to pass, that is something to be respected. That is something to be reverenced. That's something to be in awe. And you can't find any other prophecies um, gathered together in one book like you can in the Bible. The Quran doesn't do it. The Book of the Dead doesn't do it. The 48 Laws of Power doesn't do it. The Art of War doesn't do it. The Egyptian Book of the Dead doesn't do it. Um, any other Mason books that might, might might be out there doesn't not give a, a, in detail the prophecies of what what was is and 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 going to be of the people called the Israelites. Those people here in North America of Negroid, so-called Native American and so-called Hispanic descent, whose fathers are of those of, come from those backgrounds, that concerning our people. Concerning those people, the 12 tribes of Israel, there's, there's no other book of, of prophecies gathered together like that ever. And that, it's just an amazing time to be living in. As, as, as Barack Obama used to always say, it's unprecedented. It's unprecedented. We're living in some unprecedented historical times. Uh, Gabar, did you want to just mention just briefly, we, we got about five minutes, briefly about any of the current events that took place this past weekend? Um, that took place uh, 
this this weekend, um, well, there was a lot of news on. Well, this week. Um, well, this week or uh, this week, uh, this past weekend, um, another uh, uh, school shooting, and this actually happened in a uh, in a Baptist church, uh, like college, and it was actually a female. It was actually a female who uh, went in with an automatic rifle, dressed in um, uh, fatigues, shot the, the 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 entrance of the school glass, walked in through and went through uh, a few classes, and killed three children. Actually, three children and three adults. And um, when the police got on, came on the scene, uh, they, they they actually had a body cam uh, on as they made their way through to where the woman was, and um, they they then shot her to death. You know, which which goes with you know the, the scriptures about people dying by the sword. Um, you know, dying by the modern day sword. Um, uh, a lot of uh, the tor- the tornadoes um, in Mississippi uh, killed um, 20, 26, 26 people dead from the from the tornadoes, and these tornadoes were like a mile a mile wide, like F F fours and F fives. Wow. Um, you know, destroyed a, a good part of uh, the uh, residential areas of Mississippi. Um, and I, you, you know, I, I'm, I, 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 I don't. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 these tornadoes actually hit, you know, Mississippi um, about a week. About a week and a half after the uh, the Jim Crow the Jim Crow laws being re like reinstated um, on February the the twenty seventh. So all of these all of it, there was quite a few like something like six or seven tornadoes hitting in different areas, huge hitting in different areas and destroying. Um, all you know, a lot of a lot of houses, a lot of property, and trees and stuff, and 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 also um, that that when when they when they passed the bill, it was it was there was a nomination of uh, the reinstatement of execution by hanging on a tree. Also, I forgot to to uh, mention that. To you earlier, <laughs> uh, um, on that. But um, you know, over the over this past weekend, um, there um, there was a couple of these these um these mass shootings in public places are it, it's it's every other day now. It's really picking up, you know, and uh. Um, 
also, I mean, it, it's it's very. This is something that has never happened before. It's unprecedented. Speaking of presidents, <laughs> former president Trump, he was indicted <laughs> on you know for for bribe for bribe bribe charges um, <laughs> uh, with a with a you know a porn a porn, <laughs> a, a, a porn star, I guess, um, and he's been indicted and arraigned. <laughs> Uh, and he's still planning on uh, running for president again. He's trying to get his second term, his second term in also. Um, I don't, I don't know how that ranks as a, as a, uh, you know. I, I, I would liken it to, you know, where it says in in, in Obadiah where the wisdom. The wisdom of Esau is is really going to to fail. You know, um, just the fact with with everything that happened with uh, with the capital, how, how you know how how you know Esau went up in there and 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 act like you know straight beasts, you know, at, at the word of, of of Trump and still, you know. The, the 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 wisdom would say you know for the government to put him away or or you know um that that's that's what's going on you know that and that's just a little bit a little bit of it you know which sure. which took up which took up about five minutes <laughs> you know but yeah this it's it's definite we are definitely living in in the last days and, and these uh um like it says in, in Isaiah thirty four thirty four and sixteen where none of these none of these prophecies shall fail. We are really in this time it is the the time is at hand. Uh, you know. And what's definitely it which 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 is again it is shocking and terrifying but it's supposed to be a joyful moment for us as Israelites. To see all the actually coming to pass. Um, Greg, Greg, you know the, the 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 really shocking thing about this 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 recent um, mass shooting is that it was a, actually a woman. It was you know so called white woman, twenty eight twenty eight twenty eight years old. Transgender uh, one? Uh, I don't know if she was trying if, if she was transgender. She it, it was. Yeah. She, she, that's a transgender. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, okay. I, you know, I, I, I'll take you the detail. I, you know, I, I didn't catch that in, in that, but, um, con. Uh, wow. <laughs> that, that's, I mean, she, she appeared, and maybe that was why they took so long. <laughs> they took so long to, to, to show her, or you know, you know how they 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 always let us know if it was you know um, a so-called uh, a so-called white white man or or you know the race or a so-called Negro, you know. But they waited. It, it you know a couple. It was it was like a day after it happened that we actually. 
found out, and 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 they didn't tell us. They actually showed the actual event happening, and that was how you know. And and it looked like a woman to me. I didn't <laughs> I didn't know it was trans a transgender, but um, a transgender man, or you know, really a man, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, if transgender. Transgender, okay. Let me make sure you get that, you know, DT, DTS, <laughs> get that shit right. <laughs> you know, we, I mean, you know, and I'm not, I'm not trying to offend anyone, but, you know, they, they do, you know, require that we, you know, we, what is the, what is the other, uh, the other, Title they 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 are non LGBTQ yeah uh, yeah yeah you know there's there's something besides you know there's another box you know there's male there's female and then there's other but it but it I I, I can't remember but you know um what the scripture says it should be like the days of uh, of a, well, a spiritual Sodom and Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, we 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 definitely are in the times. It's, it, it it seems like everything is um prime time. It's it's twenty four seven now. There's no special time. You know, when you when when and if you when and if you watch TV or you know if you're on your phone. You're on the uh, internet, you know. All of this stuff that's contrary to the to the to the scriptures is being pushed. You know, it's being pushed at a at a powerful influencing rate. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it truly yeah. is. You know, which which tells us, you know, once again, which gives us a sign. That he's he's knocking at the door. It's 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 really, you know what? Um, the, the scripture is high time for you know our, the the time of our salvation is is nearer than is nigher than we thought. Come Romans thirteen eleven. Yes, sir. Come. All right, brother. So this, um, the only announcement I want to get out the way real quick is uh, from the Masra Yeshua. Um, uh, the official Passover does actually start um, Wednesday, Wednesday night at sundown is the official Passover, uh, Wednesday night at sundown. Um, but we will be, um, that's when the official start of the Feast of Unleavened Bread and the Passover. Uh, but we will be gathering together in a convocation. Well, uh, the brother Bonaban and his family will, are will opening up the event center here in San Antonio at the uh, Golden Ghost Mall. In the EO Pure Therapy Event Center, located on the, on the Sears wing of the mall uh, upstairs, uh, beginning at uh, from seven to nine, uh, we'll be going over the reading of the of the uh, other prayers, reading reading of, of of the history of Passover, and the saying of prayers uh, uh, for the Passover to officially um, uh, acknowledge that the, um, that Wednesday sundown is the Passover. But we will be gathering together in, in, in a convocation. In in um, 
uh, Norfolk, Virginia, uh, Sunday, April 9th. All right, Sunday, April 9th, we'll be, we'll be, we have a convocation where, where uh, more of the camps and more families can actually come together on that day and actually eat a meal together in observance of Passover and observance of the Feast of Unleavened Bread and trying to still keep with the convocating, the convocation, the congregating, uh, us actually coming together. That will be uh, Sunday, April 9th. What happens to be Easter, not for Easter, but because it's a day off for everybody that we might be able to all come together and enjoy the Passover, a convocation uh, of eating together. That will be um, this coming Sunday, uh, April 9th, in Nova Virginia. And then coming back May 6th, um, uh, the families in the camp of SOT here in San Antonio will be holding the second Passover, May 6th, for all those who are not able to make it to the Passover um, on uh, convocating or convocation uh, in April 9th in Norfolk, to be able to come back to the um, uh, the second Passover held, May, which is going to be May 6th. And as I get more details uh, about that, I would definitely let everybody know. I would definitely pass it on that information. All right. So what I'm going to do right now, brothers and sisters, um, uh, I'm going to give a little music inter- uh, intermission uh, for, for two reasons. I need, need to use the restroom. Uh, and the second, I want to go ahead and do the music intermission so that uh, when we come back, we're going to go get, in, get back into – um, our class of biblical salvation, and we we want to start start getting now into uh, the Christ, all right, uh, uh, Jesus Christ. So with that, um, going to be it's going to be actually a uh, musical in, intermission, uh, and we'll be right back.
Alright, alright, alright. You're gonna learn today. Alright, alright, alright. You're gonna learn today. Alright, 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 alright. Alright, 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 alright. Um, we are back, y'all. We are back. We are back. We are back. Um, Brother Sister and, and, and Gabar, um, when I'm trying to try, when I'm trying to do the the intros, not for the shows, or whatever, but the the segues into the into the class into the scriptures, um, I really try I, I really try to take into into mind and into consideration um, if there's a chance. And I I noticed I forgot to send me the notice out today for for today's class. Um, but it, it'll definitely be on on the media uh, media sources from uh, under uh, ISBHBK Bible Talk um, under iHeartRadio uh, podcast. Um, what is that? Um, iTunes podcast, Google podcast, uh, podcast addict, as well as uh, uh, Um and Facebook. If you, um, if, uh, I do post. All these on Facebook. I don't pretty much read Facebook, but I do send a post on Facebook. Um, just, just put it out there to try uh, and then I, uh, several threads of, of WhatsApp or what have you. Um, just to let you know that that our class have started. But and trying to give the proper segue into these scriptures um, and into these classes. Have you ever watched a movie, and the first time you watched it, it was mind blowing. It was it was it was it was it was, it, it was amazing. Like, any one of the Avengers movies, no, I can say anyone, but particularly um, if it was especially like the first Iron Man's, or um, um, uh, uh, the first time Black Panther, the first Black Panther actual movie uh, when, when when it came out, uh, how how. Uh, uh, how great it was! Uh, how it took the breath away from the, it, it was. It was just a, a great movie. But just like like uh, uh, in a, in a great movie, when you go back and, and watch it, the more, and the more times you watch it, and the more more time more things get revealed to you each time you watch it. That there's little nuances, or I guess they call them now um, eggs. That there be more eggs. Uh, that the movie will will will, will release. That when you the first time you saw it, you might have missed a lot of clues. You might have missed a lot, a lot of uh, uh, gems. But as you go back and, and rewatch it, um, you find even more things to it. The Shawshank Redemption. Um, you you might go back and find uh, more things. I'm just trying to think of some great movies in time. That um, <coughs> when you go back and watch it, more and more gets revealed the more you watch it. Have you ever have you ever noticed that, Gabor? Con. Um... As a matter of fact, um, my my favorite it's it's now uh, it's now got four four uh, um, four four movies to it. Uh, you know, is uh, the Matrix. The Matrix has it. You know how you put it, eggs. Every you know, even the first one, the 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 very first one, I can still watch it and and get it more uh, than I had before the last time I watched it, you know, and, and that goes for all, all four of them, you know, uh, the matrix, uh, um, um, 
and then the reloaded resurrections and not resurrection of uh, resolutions and then resurrection now now they're they're in the resurrection of of the they're in the fourth one they they've made the fourth one right, uh, right. you know and, but Greg Greg no and, and you know there there's still I I believe it, there's going to be uh, two more you know kind of like the the Star Wars also in in the in the Star Wars episodes one two you know the you know uh, the Sith and and the and the, the 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 Last Jedi and and you know there's you know there there's always something you know. Actually, I, I, I believe we actually did we go to the theater to see the last uh, the last Jedi. Um, did, did we, I don't remember. I, I'm, I, I'm not saying I just fighting anybody, but I, I don't. I'm not sure. Okay. Y'all might have. Oh, um, um, I just don't remember. Yeah, it was in. I, I remember it was in Albuquerque. Um, yeah, but I mean, back back to the to the to the focal point of you know, as you as you uh, you know you see a movie for the first time and then you 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 watch it again and and you you see those those things that you may have missed the first the very first time you watched it you watch the movie and and you know you 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 keep you you keep finding things and getting a, getting more understanding on. On things, on the events that happen in these movies, right? Um, so I'm trying to give that example. That if, 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 if the more times, the first time you watch a movie, whichever your movie uh, general or, or, or click might be about, that you got something from it um, that, that it, it made an impression on you. But, and you go back and you rewatch the movies, um, you know, thanks to, to the streaming streaming services, Netflix, Hulu. Um, uh, epics, whatever it might be, that you go back and you rewatch the movie, and you get a little bit more each time you watch it. Like it, it, it and to me, that that's the mark of a good movie. Like, damn, every time I watch, it, I get something from it. Um, and and it, 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 it kind of blows the mind. Well, if you take that same mentality and that same outlook, I'm trying to paint, and 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 combine that with the scriptures, combine that with the Bible. Combine that with um, uh, the first time uh, certain things were revealed in the scriptures, first time things were, were, were brought out in the scriptures, they re- really were mind-blowing. They, they're mind-blown. They, they, they really were um, uh, cosmic, if, 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 for, for lack of a better word. It, it, it was just, um, as it was described in the Bible, like scales falling out the eyes. And it was the, what was being revealed was just so so extraordinary. It was just so so stupendous that it it it, 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 it again it, it really did take the breath away. Um, but then when you you go back and you keep studying, you go back and you keep going over the scriptures and you keep reading, um, you find more and more and more. That gets revealed. I'm, I'm gonna say it like that. Um, the scripture describes itself. Um, Peter describes the scriptures uh, as being milk, um, and that you're supposed to feed a baby milk. And we've gone over that breakdown many times. 
that from the first time a person first gets it, uh, like that, that newborn, uh, the first time a newborn actually latches onto his mother's breast or the first time a newborn drinks that, the, 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 the warm milk or formula, that it, it, it's something brand new. It's extra. It, it is just uh, out of this world. Um, but you keep and you keep going back. You keep going back. You keep going back. And more things just get, keep getting revealed. The understanding keeps getting. Um, uh, It grows. I say, I say yeah, it, it grows. So even uh, Paul was trying to, you know, let us know that um, when I was a child, I thought I was a child. Um, I understood as a child. But when I became a man or I became an adult or I matured, uh, I put away childish things. That when, when we, we first come into the scriptures, we are those spiritual babes. Regardless of what age you came in at, um, whatever physical, earthly age you came in at, that we were all still considered babes in the eyes of the Father especially. We have very little experience in actually applying the scriptures as Hebrew Israelites. We have, I mean, no experience at all of ever applying the scriptures as Hebrew Israelites. We might apply scriptures as um, whatever faith you grew up in, as a Baptist, Methodist, Catholic, Jehovah's Witness. But actually now to come back and, and apply scriptures as a Hebrew Israelite, that had never been done. That had never been done. The understanding was just, just becoming available that we are the Hebrew Israelites. Um, that that has just recently uh, been revealed, and say recently, uh, it's going back to 1969 and the 70s, uh, that we are the Hebrew Israelites. Um, and the reason I'm saying all this, brothers and sisters, uh, is not just to waste time. The reason I'm saying all this is that as I try to present the classes uh, that, that we go over um, and trying to be conscious of brand new listeners, trying to be conscious of, of, of people who, who are just now coming to the knowledge that the Hebrew Israelites, uh, just now coming to the knowledge of the Hebrew, that the Hebrew Israelites of the Bible, that trying to, to, to still keep a grasp of that, but then knowing that for as many times as, as I've been over this Bible, as many times as I've had to teach these scriptures and apply these scriptures, that there's times I, I forget uh, I'm talking to people who've never had this revealed to them before. Uh, we just recently had this revealed to them before. And it's, 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 uh, so I try and keep it in mind as I'm also trying to bring out, I'm trying to bring out understanding without losing the brand new listener, without losing that young person in experience. Uh, and just really trying to be conscious of it. I'm not I'm not an eloquent person. I'm not I'm not I'm not a good speaker. Um, and trying to, to, to reveal um, these concepts I, I, I'm not a good talker. I'm not. I'm, I'm not good at it. So a lot of times, when I, as I'm putting these class together, um, I, I, I have a flow that I get in my own head that I can see out. This go boom, 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 boom. I'm ready to go ahead and bring it out. But then once the, the, the show starts, it's like, all right, cool. 
it's, it's like you have to consider if you have brand new people listening, you got to consider those who um, even have been studying for a little bit, they don't know what you know. And it took you a while, it took a while for you to get to where you're at with this knowledge. They need that time to be able to progress to where you're at. It took you time to get there. It's going to take them time. And you can't force it on them. You can't force this uh, understanding to a person. Uh, but you're trying to sort of try and reveal it. Um, one thing I do miss is when, when 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 we first came into the knowledge of of, of this truth, um, especially when we went to the classrooms, especially in Albuquerque, it was the uh, stream of knowledge, and especially in headquarters of, at, at New York, you'd have the younger teachers, younger and experienced teachers, where I was going to teach first. And whether they would, would teach and the way they understood and the way they came out with, with, with understandings, it was for somebody who had just been in the truth for that amount of time, very young, um, compared to the elders. And it wasn't, it wasn't just because you, we, you were 50 years old or older uh, or, or, or what have you, but it, you've actually been involved with the work. You've actually been involved with actually teaching people um, and, and studying and, and the meditating um, that, you, that you matured. And you understand and matured that there was a hierarchy, hierarchy of teachers. You had those again, um, new teachers that would teach first and bring out an understanding, not a wrong understanding, but would bring an understanding on a babe level that a lot of a lot of the new people could kind of understand and kind of grasp on a babe level. Then you have like intermediate teacher would come in, like with uh, the road crew. It'd be I come and teach first. Then Kawakawa teach, teach uh, uh, right after me, and then uh, our our teacher Ariella would come and, and close it out. Um, and it'd be levels of understanding that that had to be achieved. I'm coming in with with the absolute uh, milk water of the scriptures. Kawakawa is coming with the uh, uh, with the milk um, baby food of the scriptures, and then Ariella would come with the meat. And it might be the same topic. But it would it would be just the different levels, and with having the different teachers, it was a little bit easier to to distinguish and and establish and put things in a, in a perspective of a, of a beginning, a middle, and an end. Uh, and then trying to redevelop that, and, and we was trying to get that get that together. Now, uh, I'm I'm not the most organized person either. Um, I'm, I'm truly not. I'm, I lack a lot of organization. Uh, skills and leadership when it comes to that and just trying to help get things in order to establish these type of things. So I'm saying all this, brothers and sisters, to trying to give you a little insight on I know these these these, these classes are seeming kind of jumpy. The the understanding uh, from from one day to the next, uh, it, it, it really might jump or whatever, but this this is me really trying to take into consideration um, what, 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 the levels of experience, and I'm not saying this to, to to make anybody feel bad. I'm not saying this to make anybody feel feel little, um, or to not to acknowledge anybody's experience or time in this. As if I'm the only elder in Israel, so if I'm the only one who's got any experience, who's got any understanding, I'm not even trying to. That is not my desire or my intended um, uh, point for all of this. But I'm trying to just give some clarification into the, the, the classes seeming kind of jumpy, the, um, especially trying to keep some continuity 
from when we first started Biblical Salvation to where we're at now, um, there's been a lot, a lot of repeats, uh, me repeating myself. There's been a lot of, um, uh, I'm saying classes um, that sound like repeats uh, within this Biblical Salvation series that, that we're doing. And again, that's me just trying to be really conscious of that I'm fortunate enough also um, that the most likely best of my wife with, uh, with a decent job to where I'm not working right now. I'm not able to work right now. Um, and I'm not bringing in any income at all. But she's uh, the most likely blessing to, to where it can be held down. Not that I want to be um, um, in a situation, but uh, I can dedicate a lot more of my time to studying. I can, let, I can dedicate a lot more of my time to putting classes together um, than, than, than a lot of people can. Um, so just trying to be conscious. And, again, I'm just trying, trying to give some, some, some breathing room and trying to get some understanding about uh, why the classes, particularly the classes I'm doing, why they seem so sporadic, why they seem so jumpy, why, again, it, it, it seems to lack a continuity from one class to the next. So with all that being said, with all that being said, what we left off at on Thursday was in Jeremiah, no, wrong one, wrong one, wrong one. We were in Jeremiah chapter 23 and verse 5. And we were going over, if you can read that for me, Jeremiah chapter 23 and verse 5. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 23 and verse 5 reads, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch, and a king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. All right, so we started going over this, and we were, going over, um, we were again, comparing um, if the sun, moon, and stars ever disappeared. If, if, the, uh, if, if the earth can ever be, be um, uh, uh, searched out, uh, the depths of the earth, the foundation of the earth ever be searched out, if heaven above can ever be measured, then the Lord God would break, uh, uh, would break his covenant with David, um, that he would, um, and that he would, he would um, let go of the children of Israel for all the sins that we have committed against him, it would be completely over. It would be, be completely done. And that obviously those things should never be undone. So the promise to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and David, it's never going to, be, it's never going to go away. He's, obviously, he's going to be our God. We're going to be his people. But because of our sins and transgressions um, and breaking God's law, we were exiled. We were banished. Um, uh and and put in many captivities, uh, which has led us to this current captivity and oppression that we're in here in America, uh, in the Americas, and throughout the world, but particularly here in the Americas. And the reason we stress the Americas, particularly North America, is because you can find all 12 tribes here in North America, which is unique to any particular location on the planet Earth that, yes, the Israelites have been scattered to the four corners of the earth. You find uh, Israelites in, 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 in communities and countries and nations and kindreds around the entire planet. 
But it's the one place you can find all 12 tribes or remnants of all 12 tribes does happen to be here in North America. And that's an obvious fact. That's something we just, we just can't get away with. Um, uh, we can try and ignore it all we want to, but that's a simple fact. Uh, matter of fact, that's Jeremiah 23 and 5. Let me pull my scriptures up. Where's the Martin Luther King scriptures? Jeremiah chapter 23. Uh, oh, we're in the same chapter. Five. Come on. Jeremiah chapter 23 and verse 25. I don't want the Martin Luther King. I want the chapter. So we're, we're already here. Come on. Come on. Right. Uh, we just read what verse? Jeremiah 23 and... Five. Five. Let's keep reading. Time. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 23 and verse 6 reads, In his days Judah shall be saved, and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is his name whereby he shall be called, the Lord our righteousness. So here we have the Lord prophesying that there's going to become a branch out of David. There's going to come the, the Savior, the Messiah, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Governor, the Great Prince, the uh, Prince of Peace, um, Emmanuel, that is going to come out of David's loins, David's lineage, um, and is going to restore Judah and Israel. All right? But check this out, though, uh, verse 7. God, therefore, behold, the days come saith the Lord, that they shall no more say, the Lord liveth, which brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. As, as we come into this Passover week, uh, here's being prophesied that as great as that very first Passover was, that actually saved and redeemed and liberated the children of Israel from the captivity and oppression of the Egyptians. With the, the, the ten plagues that struck the Egyptians, and then, and then not counting um, the Israelites walking through the Red Sea, and the Egyptian army, the, the, the remnants of the Egyptian army being consumed and wiped out in the Red Sea, um, in, in in our deliverance, um, and that it was in Egypt that the nation of Israel became a nation, and the children of Israel became a nation, was within the the confines and the, the uh, uh, Captivity of the Israelites in Egypt. Uh, the world knows about Moses. Uh, we only know about, we know about Moses because he freed the, let my people go. That that time was a great time and it's still it's a very historic time. But the Lord is saying that if you can read more time, please, sir. Come on. Um, Jeremiah chapter twenty three and verse eight. But the Lord liveth, which brought up. Verse, verse, verse 7. Verse 7. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that they shall no more say, the Lord liveth. 
which brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. That is not that that's, that time is not going to be mentioned anymore. The time is going to come that that's going to be small potatoes. The time is going to come that that's that that's going to be so little compared to the salvation that the Lord that the Lord God is about to bring. Reading on in, by, uh, in comparison, go ahead. God, but the Lord liveth which brought up and which led the seed of the house of Israel out of the north country and from and from all countries whither I had driven them, and they shall dwell in their own land. So is that, it, it's the, as amazing and, and as uh, miraculous as the deliverance of the children of Israel out of ancient Egypt was, that's going to be small beans. That's going to be small potatoes. That's going to, that's going to be um, uh, very very little in comparison to when the Messiah comes, when the Anointed One comes, to when the branch of the root of Jesse, the branch of the root of David, actually comes to deliver the children of Israel uh, that had been divided into two kingdoms: the Northern Kingdom of Israel and the Southern Kingdom of Judah. That when He brings this deliverance. And he frees us from the land of the north. And again, all Israel, Israelites have been scattered among the four corners of the earth. But where can you find remnants of each of the 12 tribes, if not but here in North America, which happens to also be the geographical location of spiritual Egypt, which happens to be the geographical location of spiritual Sodom and Gomorrah, which happens to be also the, uh, the uh, geographical location of Babylon the Great, where Armageddon is going to be held. You can say something. Oh no, no, I'm 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 listening. I'm just, I'm, I'm I'm right with you. Okay, so and understanding this this is the significance of the scripture. So can we read verse eight one more time? Yes, sir. But the Lord liveth which brought up and which led the seed of the house of Israel out of the north country and from all countries whither I had driven them, and they shall dwell in their own land. So here it does mention of the countries and that we've been, been scattered to and delivered to, but it may, it may particular notice to mention out of the north country. Now, we know this isn't talking about, um, uh, we know Assyria, the actual so when we go back to the land of Israel, we know Assyria is actually north of the land of of of, uh, of Jerusalem, uh, of, of Israel. But during the Assyrian captivity, the southern kingdom of Judah was not carried away captive into the Assyrian captivity up north um, into the interiors of the Assyrian captivity. But it's been here in North America where, again, we can find all 12 tribes, Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zebulun, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gad, Reuben, Esher, Tal, Issachar, here in North America, and not over there in, in, in Assyria, but you can find all of us here in North America. Now, there's remnants of Israelites, again, all over the world. Um, all over the world are remnants of Israelites. But where can you find remnants of all 12 tribes? It's not a coincidence that happens to say the north country 
again, referring to referring to North America. Okay? Um, let me see here. So we understand that the Lord is going to bring a branch of David to accomplish all this. Um, and that's what, that's what we read in verse 5. All right? And, again, I'm trying to be conscious of, of all the different teachings and the doctrines that everybody has taught about Jesus Christ that is, I know is at war with what the scripture says right now. Because um, everybody thinks they know. So everybody really thinks that they got it. Um, and then I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here in my head, like, I'm going to be doing too much talking because that's just going to make clear everybody feel that they can just do talking. You need to get more scriptures. And um, in a conundrum, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm definitely in a conundrum. Uh, Jeremiah, kill this. Let me just do this. Uh, I, I, need, I, need, I need to find this class. These other scripts I need. Um, can, can, uh, can you fill in any bit, or do I need to do a, a musical uh, uh, intermission? Um. If you, I, 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 I trust yeah. you I'm, 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 I'm actually. Uh, I, I think a musical uh, uh, intermission uh, would be would be better on this because I'm, I'm at least so I can I can go in <laughs> go in on 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 mine and. and in figuring out uh, the direction that you're that you're going into. Uh. Cool. Let, let me do that, Dan. Yeah. One second, yeah. One second.
um, that's going to be the deliverer. It's going to be the Messiah. It's going to be the anointed of the children of Israel. That's going to bring the northern kingdom. That's going to bring the children of Israel and the um, the children of Judah, who happen to be located in uh, the country of the north. That this deliverer, this savior, is going to bring us back home. Right? That this savior is going to bring us back back home. And he's going to be that king of kings, and, 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 and him is going to be all righteousness. We understand this talk about Jesus, Jesus Christ. So what I want to do right now is, uh, brothers and sisters, if you do a Google search, um, and a lot of people only have access to the, to the, to the um, Old Testament and New Testament, but if you have an app on your phone or on, on your computer or, or laptop or, 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 or um, uh, tablet, if you get um, a, a Bible with the Apocrypha, uh, particularly the King James um, uh, Apocrypha, where it does have the Old Testament, New Testament, and the Apocrypha. When you look up the word Christ, um, when you look up the word Christ, um, especially in the New Testament, you will find that it comes up. The first time the word Christ comes up is in uh, Matthew chapter 1, uh, verses 1 and 16. But before I go there, I did want to read this right here. I'm reading this myself. I got um, the brother Gabar holding another scripture for me right now. Um, when we go to St. John chapter 7 and verse 42, as I pull it up right here, um, St. John chapter 7 and verse 42, uh, it reads this, and this is right after, after um, Jesus started his ministry. Um, and starting his ministry, uh, many people were confused because they thought they understood and knew who Christ was. Uh, they thought they knew who Jesus was, that he was the son of a carpenter. Uh, he had brothers and sisters. They knew who his mother was. They knew who his father was. Um, he was well-known in, in, in the city of Nazareth, um, very well-known. Uh, the, the, the family was very well-known. And then for Christ now to come and start teaching what he was teaching and revealing things he was revealing after the age of 30, it was, it was, it was mind-boggling. It was astonishing. And Christ is keeping with the law that a, a priest cannot enter into his office until he, he reached the age of 30. And this one, when in, in the chronology that you should be familiar with, is when John the Baptist actually baptized Jesus at the age of 30. That, and and that, was, that was a custom or a tradition or in the law of Israelites that a priest, when he came into his office, he had to be baptized. He had to be washed. And he had to uh, bathe himself in water. So for Christ to get bathed in, in water by John the Baptist, um, that wasn't a brand new thing or brand new custom that John the Baptist just came up with. That goes back to the law. Uh, when a person was coming into the, to the service of, of, the, of the Most High, they had to be washed themselves in water, washed themselves in the clothes in water. They had to be baptized. They had to be cleansed uh, in the physical sense. So that's what Christ was doing um, when he was baptized by John the Baptist. Right after he got baptized by John the Baptist and went through his 40 days of temptation in the wilderness, he started his ministry. He started his ministry to the nation of Israel, to the Israelites that were still remaining in the land of Israel at the time to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So as he started his ministry, uh, we're in, I'm in St. John chapter 7, verse 42, because there's something specific I want to get out of this verse that I want to bring your attention to. St. John chapter 7, verse 42, and it says, Have not the scripture said that Christ cometh of the seed of David, and out of the town of Bethlehem, where David was. Now, this matches what we just read in Jeremiah 23 and other scriptures that, that the Lord was going, that God, 
was going to bring the Savior, bring the King, um, bring the Deliverer uh, that would come out of David um, and save Israel, and that God was going to establish that seed of David was going to sit on David's throne forever. Okay? Um, so here in St. John 7, 42, it says, Has not the scripture said that Christ of the seed of David and out of the town of Bethlehem where David was? And I wanted to get this because, again, it's mentioning Christ being of the seed of David. Now going back to Matthew chapter 1, verse 1. And this is the first time we find the word Christ in, 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 in the uh, New Testament. It's in the book of Matthew chapter 1 and verse 1. I'm going to read that. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 1, it says, The book of the generations of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. All right? So, again, everything is still falling in line with, with, um, with the scriptures, with the, the covenant and the promises made to David about that branch, about uh, somebody of the seed of David is going to sit on his throne over all, all of Israel. All right? So here we have Matthew chapter 1 and verse 1, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Again, we have the word Christ here, Jesus Christ here. All right? When we jump down to verse 16, when we jump down to verse 16, it says, uh, Matthew chapter 1 and verse 16, and Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary of whom was born Jesus, who was called Christ, right? Because of religion today, um, we think that, one, we think that Jesus, that this is the first time the word Jesus is ever used anywhere in the whole entire world. It's uh, here in Matthew chapter 1. And brothers and sisters, that is not true, all right? Um, that is just not true. And I have a whole class that I, I will put, put together that, the name Jesus, just the name Jesus, is special, but what made it more special was, was the attachment of Jesus, who is called Christ. And this is what this is what our, our research we want to bring out uh, right now is the word Christ. And we're going to get to about the name Jesus. That a lot of people really are on this 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 notion that just because you say the name Jesus, because that, that's in the English Bible, that that's all you need to do. And, and believe in the name of Jesus and say the name Jesus, and that gives you automatic um, um, uh, uh, interest into the kingdom. <laughs> yeah, to the kingdom of God. And we're going to find out that the name Jesus in Hebrew, mind you, has been around a long time. But I don't want to make the, the focus on that right now. I know it's going to be like a dog chasing his tail. People are going to be like, like, not my Jesus, and they're about to get, get all types of upset and heated and, and, and overheated. But let's concentrate right now on the word on Christ. Before Brother Gabar, I got him holding uh, uh, an entry in the, these, um, the Cyclopedia of, of, of Biblical, Theological, and Ecclesiastical Literature. But I'm going to read the Webster's 1828 Dictionary definition of Christ. All right, the Webster. I'm reading the Webster's 1828 dictionary of the definition on Christ. It says Christ, which is a noun. It says the anointed, an appellation given to the Savior of the world, and synonymous with the Hebrew Messiah. All right, with the Hebrew Messiah, and that's very important that we're going to 
as we're going to try and reveal this. But first, the word Christ means the anointed, which is synonymous with the Hebrew Messiah. It was a custom of antiquity to consecrate persons to the uh, sacerdotal and regal offices by anointing them with oil. All right, so this from the Webster's 1820 Dictionary, the word Christ means the anointed, okay? Um, I'm going to go to the Eastern Bible Dictionary. All right, I want to get a couple of, 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 reference, of, of reference books uh, that have been put together and dealing with this and trying to really bring fruition and a full, fuller picture to the, the, the topic at hand. So from the Eastern Bible Dictionary, the Eastern Bible Dictionary, uh, it says Christ. It is anointed. The Greek translation of the Hebrew word rendered Messiah. All right. So again, the word Christ is a Greek translation. All right. The word Christ is from the Greek translation, and all the word Christ means is anointed. And it comes from the Hebrew word that means that is Messiah. All right. Um, and in Hebrew, we would, call, we would say, in the, in the Pale Hebrew, we would call that the Mashiach, right, which means the anointed. That's, all it, that's what it means, the anointed. The official title of our Lord occurring 514 times in the New Testament. That, that's pretty amazing. It denotes that he was anointed or consecrated to, uh, to his great redemptive work as prophet, capital P, priest, capital P, and king of his people. So I'm, I'm reading this again. It denotes that he was anointed. The reason Jesus was called Christ, because it denotes or it marks that he was anointed or consecrated, meaning or chosen, to this great redemptive work as the prophet, priest, and king of his people. He is Jesus, the Christ. And when we go to Acts chapter 17 and verse 3, it tells you Jesus the Christ. When we go to Acts chapter 18 verse 5, it's recorded Jesus the Christ. And we read in Matthew chapter 22 verse 42 on the, the sign above his head when he was crucified, Jesus the Christ, All right? The anointed one. He is thus spoken by Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 1. And by Daniel in chapter, chapter 9, verses 24 through 26, who styles him Messiah the Prince, meaning anointed the Prince, the one who came out of David, the one who was the son of God. If God the Father is the king, then his son uh, would be Jesus or the Christ, the, um, the Prince. Reading on, it says the Messiah is the same person as the seed of woman. When we read Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. All right. So the Messiah, the anointed, the chosen, is the same person as the seed of the woman that we read about in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. He is also the seed of Abraham from Genesis chapter 22, verse 18. He is also the prophet like unto Moses from Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 15. He is also the priest after the order of Melchizedek from Psalms chapter 110 and verse 4. He is the rod out of the stem or the root of Jesse from Isaiah chapter 1, verse 
I'm sorry, Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1, and Isaiah chapter 11, verse 10. He is the Emmanuel, the virgin son of Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. He is the branch of God from Isaiah chapter 4, verse 2, and the messenger of the covenant from Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. This is he of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write. Referencing back to, to um, uh, John chapter 7. The Old Testament scripture is full of prophetic declarations regarding the great deliverer and the work he was to accomplish. Jesus, the Christ, is Jesus, the great deliverer, the anointed one, the savior of men. This name denotes that Jesus was divinely appointed, commissioned, and accredited as the Savior of men. From Hebrews chapter 5, verse 4, Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2 through 4, Isaiah chapter 49, verse 6, John chapter 5, verse 37, and Acts chapter 2, verse 22. To believe that Jesus is the Christ is to believe that he is the anointed, the Messiah of the prophets, the Savior sent of God, that he was, in a word, what he claimed to be. This is to believe the gospel by the faith of which alone men can be brought unto God. That Jesus is the Christ. Goodbye, we're going to keep going. That Jesus Jesus is the Christ, is the testimony of God, and the faith of uh, of this constitutes a Christian. From 1 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3, and First John chapter five verse one. Now, in dealing with this Christ, we actually want to see where the word Christ actually first appears in the whole entire Bible: the Old Testament, New Testament, and the Apocrypha. The brother Gabar is about to read from the Encyclopedia of Biblical, Theological, and Ecclesiastical Literature. Brother Gabar, if you don't mind, just please go ahead and read that. Con um, from the well, cycle. Let me mention this. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you? What are your thoughts right now of oh, the definition that we that we just read about the word Christ? What, 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 not that it's something revealed new to you. I'm not even trying to come at you like that or whatever. But what what um, what resonates with you? Um, the 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 seed part, um, especially from and and the and the generations and the 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 linking the the linking of the lineage, the line. From from the from the first scripture that we started with in um, Jeremiah twenty and uh, five, that the branch, um, these these uh, scriptures that that you made a list of, all are what what stands out is the connection um, precept upon precept on about Christ. They all link up in in the in the family tree of David or the branch. That's what is is standing out. All right, cool, 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 cool. All right, everybody, if you can read this this, this next section, appreciate it. Fine, fine. Um, this is out of the the uh, encyclopedia of biblical um, and theological. Um, and ecclesiastical literature, um, the definition, it, it's 
uh, anointed a Greek translation of the Hebrews, Messiah, and so used in the Sept. That's the Septuagint, yeah. Huh. The official title of our Savior, occurring first in Second Ezra, um, chapter seven and uh, verse twenty-nine in the Apocrypha. And we're going to go there now, uh, but we're actually going to start at verse twenty-eight. All right. Um, we're going to go to Second Ezra, chapter seven, in the Apocrypha, chapter seven, and we'll start at verse twenty-eight. And we just way you can keep a bookmark here on, on the. Uh, on the definition of Christ from the ecclesiastical, that would be deeply appreciated. Huh. If you can't, cool. If not, we'll just we'll, we'll just. We'll just well, I, got, I got it. I got it. It's 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 marked. You know, I, I got it. I got a pen in it. Cool, cool, oh. cool. So we're we're in Second Ezra's uh, chapter seven and verse twenty-eight in the Apocrypha, and it and reads. Just just to remind everybody from the Cyclopedia of Biblical. Theological and ecclesiastical literature, brothers and sisters. Um, I'm, I'm always giving a, a shout out and a big up. And if, if I haven't done enough, I'm gonna do it again. To uh, East Ward, all praise to the Most High in Christ, first off and foremost. But for the the best free Bible app I've ever come across, and I use every single day, is the East Ward Bible app that you can download from. Um, uh, you can go online and download Eastward, and it's free. If there's any any, if you pull it up and it goes to where well, you got to pay, that's the wrong one. You're on the wrong one. It is it, that that is the wrong one. Eastward is 100% free. Um, the makers of Eastward are believers in freely have received, freely give, and that the workman is worthy of his hire. That if you want to uh, send a donation to help keep the, the the website going or the app going, it it it, it is welcome. It really is for people who really want to study the Bible. Um, and here again, I have it's the Cyclopedia. You just, I, we just read three definitions from three different sources from the Webster's 1828 Dictionary, uh, from the Eastern Bible Dictionary, and now we're reading from the Cyclopedia of Biblical, Theological, and Ecclesiastical Literature. All this was compiled by scholars. All these books were compiled by scholars. Okay. Um, um, and they're very expensive. You can look them up online. They're, they're, these are volumes of books, encyclopedias. This is an encyclopedia that we're reading from. And luckily, you can get it online for free or go to the, the, the um, Eastward app. You can download it to your computer to where you can look at it um, even offline. That as the Internet is going to, going to, going to be crashing here in a, in a minute, and they're going to deny access, that you can still download all these, these modules to your eSword and have it offline for free on your computer. Excellent, excellent study tool. Um, if you go to um, isbhbk.com, uh, uh, the website that the Brothers in Virginia have put together, uh, they have under the, their link for study tools. One of the links they have is to the eSword. I highly recommend it, that you download it. I'm saying all this as, as I'm getting wordy. I'm saying all this that it's good to have to do your Bible studies with, that you're getting the, the view from, and you're getting the research and information from scholars who have dedicated decades upon decades upon decades upon decades, not just my mere me, measly, me, meager 30 years, that these men 
were actual scholars that had access to uh, uh, archaeology, who had access to anthropology, who had access to to um, understanding the different Greek and biblical uh, Greek and Hebrew words uh, that were used. These were real scholars. Right? These were real uh, has real scholarship. Many of them did not know who the Hebrew Israelites were. They they didn't have that uh, like we do it, but the reference books and the reference works they put together was from years and years and decades and decades and decades of, of, of devoted time and research to compiling all this, this type of information, all right? So here I'm having a brother Gabar, again, read from the Encyclopedia of Biblical. It's an Encyclopedia of Biblical, Theological, and Ecclesiastical Literature dealing with the word Christ. That Christ, once again, means anointed from the Greek word that means anointed, a Greek translation of the Hebrew word uh, Mashiach, which means Messiah, and is so used in the Septuagint, the official title of our Savior occurring first in Second Ezra chapter 7, verse 29. And we're going to read Second Ezra chapter 7, and we're going to verse 28. Second uh, Ezra chapter 7 and verse 28 in the Apocrypha reads, For my son Jesus shall be revealed with those that be with him. And they that remain shall rejoice within 400 years. Now, if we understand that this, this Ezra in the Apocrypha, E-S-D-R-A-S, is the Greek way of saying Ezra. You might be familiar with the, the Old Testament book of Ezra. This is the same prophet. The book of Ezra was translated from the Hebrew scrolls that um, uh, that we had that comprised and make up the Old Testament. Here in Ezra, E-S-D-R-A-S, it's the, um, the same prophet, but these scrolls were translated from the Greek, right? Same prophet, the exact same time, but one was a translation from a translation. I want to make sure I'm saying that, an interpretation. A translation from the Hebrew in the Old Testament, and here Ezra is a translation from the Greek, all right? Now, um, if we understand that, then we understand that Ezra, he, when you look him up, he was a prophet during the time of the, let me just make sure, to get some actual, actual times here. Um, the prophet T-R-O. P-R-O-P-H-E, prophet E-Z-R-A. From Wikipedia. Um, Ezra, and it's here on Wikipedia, Ezra or Ezra's um, was 480 to 444, uh, BCE, also called Ezra the scribe. Now, if we understand this, that his time was, was between 480 and 440 BCE, before Christ, that would put him in the midst of the Persian and Mede captivity, right? That the Persian Mede captivity um, took place around 530, beginning in 534 BC. That the Persians came to, uh, became the world power at the time, um, 
uh, in conquering the Babylonians, that the Persian Medes came to power around 534 B.C. and reigned all the way until 334 B.C. until the time that Alexander came in with the Greeks and became the um, and the Greek Empire became the world power. So understand his time of that Ezra was between 480 and 440, 440 years before Christ. If we got the understanding, and I know for a lot of people you never heard of this type of stuff before, and it's going to be that much more confusing. But this is history, and this is this is this is biblical study, all right, and, and understanding what's what's going on. Could you read, please read Second Ezra chapter seven verse twenty eight one more time, please, Brother Gabar. Yes, sir. Second Ezra chapter uh, seven in the Apocrypha verse twenty eight reads: For my son Jesus shall be revealed with those that be with him, and they that remain shall rejoice within four hundred years. So if we understand when Ezra was alive, if we understand when Ezra was alive was approximately between 480 and 440, 480 and 440 years before Christ. That now for this prophecy to be given and be this specific, that it says, and they shall rejoice within 400 years, that 400 years from the Persian Mean captivity would put us in the middle of the Roman captivity. Well, not in the middle, but it would put us at the Roman captivity, the Roman Empire. And the birth of Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham, the son of Joseph and Mary. So this is a prophecy going that specific. Again, the word of God is, is, is great. And what's the name here being used? My son, Jesus. Yes, the same one that Jesus, Jesus Christ. We have a specific prophecy concerning him that was going to take place 40 years from the time of Ezra which would be the Roman Empire, which would be right, right around the, the turn of the century, the turn of the, of the millennium, from B.C. To, a, to A.D. of Christ actually being here. Verse 29, sir. After these years shall my son Christ die, and all men that have life. And then it's being prophesied that after 400 years, Christ is going to be here. Jesus is going to be here, being, being the son of, of Mary and Joseph, but then after um, he would be he would be here, then he would die, and all men that have life, and who all the men that had life, all the Israelites, and that's referring to us being um, kicked out of Jerusalem, kicked out of the land in seventy A.D., and that we will remain dead. But you know, keep reading, keep reading. Con and the world shall be turned into the old silence seven days. And the old silence is, is, is like the, 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 um, the time of creation before Adam, before, before, um, when, when the Lord made everything, the Lord was going to be silent. That it was, it was just going to be quiet because the Israelites were going to be in captivity. They're not saying it's going to be seven days. It's going to be like it was with the seven days. Go ahead. Like as in the former judgments. So that no man shall remain. And not, no Israelite remained in the promised land. We were all exiled. We were all pushed out. It, it was done in 70 AD. Go ahead. And after seven days, the world that yet awaketh not shall be raised up and that shall die that is corrupt. And then after Christ dies, 
It's going to be seven days. It's going to be, and that's just a marker of time. And uh, after seven days, the world that yet awakeneth not, the world that hadn't been awoken yet was who? Coming over to, the, to North America, that, that the Newfoundland was going to be awakened and raised up, and that Shaddai that is corrupt. And there's a whole lot of prophecy in, in, in this part right here, that the Israelites are going to be brought here to North America. The remnant of all Israelites will be brought here to North America, and we're going to be raised up. And then when we're delivered, everything that's corrupt is going to die. Read. And the earth shall restore those that are asleep in her. The ones that are asleep, the ones that are asleep are the Israelites. We can prove that when we go to Isaiah 52 and 1. And it says, awake, awake. Uh, put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. Put on thy strength, O Israel, that we've been asleep. That goes to Romans chapter 13, verse 11. That now it is high time for us to awake out of sleep. That again, referring to the Israelites. And this is found in the Apocrypha. Reading on. And so shall the dust, those that dwell in silence, and the secret places shall deliver those souls that were committed unto them. And the, the secret places, again, us being here in the Americas, that our, our nationality was here from us because we were in captivity. So it was hid from us. They didn't talk about just actually being dead. Remember, well, being dead is also a metaphor. In some places of the Bible, not every place, in some places of the Bible, being dead is a metaphor. And when we go to, what is it, Proverbs, Congregation dead. When we go to Proverbs chapter 21, verse 16, Solomon gives us some understanding about this here uh, in, in the revealing of this metaphor. In Proverbs chapter 21, verse 16, it says, The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. And when we look at the whole entire nation of Israel, from the time of 70 A.D. until present, we have been in the congregation of the dead. That we have not understood our true purpose. We have not understood really what we were truly made for. We're thinking that it's about now, especially like being here in America, it's about becoming entrepreneurs. It's about becoming uh, um, uh, uh, moguls. It's about uh, being rich. Or it's about uh, becoming governors and, and, and mayors and policemen and this being part of the, uh, being good taxpayers uh, tax and being good American citizens, we wanted out of the understanding about why God created the Israelites. We wanted out of our understanding as a nation about what God's purpose is for us as a nation. And we pretty much just resigned ourselves to be captives of the American way of life. And whatever we've learned here in America, they just accept that that's how it's supposed to be. But he says um, in reading 2 Ezra chapter 7, verse 32 one more time, uh, please. Con. And the earth shall restore those that are asleep in her, and so shall the dust those that dwell in silence. And the secret places shall deliver those souls that were committed unto them. Again, and we, we were dead. We were silent. We didn't understand who we were, but now we're waking up to who we are. We are the Israelites. 
We are we are Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zebulun, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gad, Reuben, Asher, Valley, Hezekiah. Those people of Negroid, so-called Native American, so-called Hispanic descent here in North America, uh, we are the Israelites. And now the, the noise is going out. It's being silent. It, 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 it's coming out. Reading on. Time. And the Most High shall appear upon the seat of judgment. And now and this, the, the time is about to come when the Most High is going to appear on the seat of judgment. Judgment day. Yes. Go ahead. And misery shall pass away. And the long suffering that shall have an end. So misery is going to pass away, and long suffering, and the long suffering is going to have an end. The misery that the Israelites that we keep sinning against God and keep going into these captivities, the long suffering that we keep having to endure because we won't, because uh, um, we keep breaking God's laws, that's going to come to an end. We're, the Israelites are never going to come in captivity ever again. Go ahead. Come, but judgment only shall remain. Truth shall stand, and faith shall wax strong. Go ahead. And the work shall follow, and the reward shall be showed, and the good deeds shall be of force, and wicked deeds shall bear no rule. So again, here we have a prophecy about Jesus Christ, and this is the first time Christ, the word Christ actually appears in the Bible. And this is the first time the word Christ in the second Ezra chapter seven verse twenty nine actually appears in the Bible as referring to um when Christ was actually going to be born of Joseph and Mary and then die and then upon his returning and establishing God's kingdom on the earth when he does make his second enter his second return. Um if we can go back to um, the 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 encyclopedia uh, biblical the, biblical theological and ecclesiastical literature. Any revelations that you want to uh, that resonate that you want to express and share with the people, uh, Gabar, that that that, that stand oh. out to you that also might stand out to others. Con, um, when we when when we go to uh, the, the the scripture Psalms forty and seven where it says Lo I, I I come in the volume of the book that you know once again when 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 in Isaiah thirty four and sixteen tells us that none of these prophecies shall fail this is this is in the apocrypha but also um would be in the Old Testament. And and with this standing out as being the first time that Christ Jesus Jesus Christ is mentioned is actually in the Old Testament, um, Second Ezra's or 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 Ezra, you know, is 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 uh uh. uh uh, a great edification, um, and 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 in the scripture of Lo, I come in the volume of the book, which we also know, um, in in the New Testament is in uh, Hebrews chapter ten and verse seven, where it says the same thing. So, um, giving the getting the edification that 
with 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 this scripture of Second Ezra seven and twenty eight through uh, thirty three that we that we read with this being the first time Jesus Christ is 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 shown in in the scripture um, that actual title and name is is great edification and it, and 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 once again it you know with second Thessalonians five and twenty one prove all things this is this is the proof the proof that you know that he he is our lord and savior and and he he does come in the volume in the volume of the book the whole volume of the book um yeah that's that's uh you know I'll bring out all right cool 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 uh, if we can go back and pick up with the definition one more time, then from uh, the Encyclopedia of Biblical, Theological, uh, and Ecclesiastical Literature. Con. Um, uh, anointed Greek translation uh, of the Hebrews, um, Messiah, and so used in the the Septuagint. Yes. Uh, the I'm sorry. Septuagint the official title of our Savior occurring first in 2nd Ezra 7, verse, chapter 7, and verse 29, and constantly in the New Testament as having been consecrated to his redemptive work by the baptism at Jordan, the descent of the Holy Spirit and his plenary uh, junction or unction as the prophet, priest, and king of his people. Um, it thus also distinguishes the individual Jesus, which is his human appellation from others of the same name, while his relations to the Godhead are expressed by the term the word or logos Christ therefore is not strictly speaking proper name but a designation of office Jesus Christ or rather Jesus the Christ is a mode of expression of the same kind as John the Baptist or baptizer in consequence of not of in consequence of not averting to this the import of many passages of scripture is misapprehended um mentioning uh, the scriptures acts 17 and 3 uh, Acts 18 and 5, Matthew chapter 22 and verse 42. Right. But, so it says, again, so it says, therefore, uh, it's not strictly speaking Christ. It's not, uh, therefore, it's not strictly speaking a proper name. Christ, therefore, is not strictly speaking a proper name, but a designation of office. So it says, Jesus Christ, rather, or Jesus the Christ is a mode of expression of the same kind as John 
the Baptist. John the Baptist was the Baptist wasn't a um, uh, a noun. It was a title. It was it was an office. So it's not like John the Baptist. It's like John's his first name, and the Baptist is his middle name. Just like right. Jesus' his first name and Christ is his last name. No, it's, it's, it's referring to his office, or John the Baptizer. In consequence of not uh, adverting to, to this, the import of many passages of Scripture is misapprehended. So when people don't understand that Jesus the Christ, Jesus Christ, that that's a title of an office, that that's not his name, we really misapprehend, misunderstand what the name Jesus Christ is really means we people that your, your under, our understanding is, is extremely shallow our understanding is it is, is, is thwarted is not on point so and this way he's bringing out an example given is Acts 17 verse 3 Acts 18 verse 5 and Matthew chapter 22 verse 42 reading on con but the word though in appellative intended the note a particular official character came to be used as a strictly personal designation the lord jesus even the term messiah towards the close of the old testament came to be used of the expected redeemer much as a proper name without the article prefixed is often similarly used in the New Testament. Um, Given a a scriptural example, Luke chapter 2 and verse 11, John uh, chapter 4 and verse 25, um, especially by Christ himself. John uh, chapter 17 and verse 3. But as it it, but as it was now Wait, no settled in men's minds, or now settled in men's minds. Let me bring that down. I need to. I'm trying to, I'm I'm having issues with the, 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 okay, there we go. Uh, Okay. Okay, especially by Christ himself, John uh, chapter 17 and verse 3, but as it was not settled in men's minds when Jesus first appeared that he was really Messiah. We usually find the article prefixed to uh, XPLLOT. Um, is, is that Latin? Sorry, or, uh, is it Greek? Okay. Until after the resurrection, when all the doubt, when all doubt vanished from the minds of his followers. So while in the Gospels the name is rarely found without the article. It is almost as rarely found with the article in the epistles. Cool. So now we're dealing with the history of the title. But from the history of the title, I want to jump down to, if you can scroll down to definition number three. 
Kant. Definition number three. In the prophetic scriptures, we find this appellation given to an illustrious personage who under a various who under various designations designations is so often spoken of as destined destined to appear in a distant age as a great deliverer. So again, so the prophetic title in the scriptures about Christ is is that we find this appellation or this title given to an illustrious uh, personage, and this illustrious person is going to be the Christ, Jesus, that black man who's coming to save the nation of Israel, the 12 tribes of Israel from this last captivity to deliver them. It says, who under various designations is so often spoken of as destined to appear in a distant age as a great deliverer. And we're living in the times of, of this distant age now. Reading on, uh, 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 article A. Con. The royal prophet David seems to have the seems to have been the first who spoke of the great deliverer under this appellation. He represents the heathen, the Gentile nations, raging, and the people, the Jewish people, imagining a vain thing against Jehovah and against his anointed. Um, reference scripture, Psalms chapter 2 and verse 2. He says, Now know I that the Lord saveth his anointed. Um, reference scripture, Psalms chapter 20 and verse 6. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity, says he addressing himself to him who was to come. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Reference scripture, uh, Psalms chapter 45 and verse 7. In all the passages in which the great deliverer is spoken of as the anointed one by David, he is plainly viewed as sustaining the character of a king. The prophet cool. Isaiah. Oh, we don't leave it there. All right, we're gonna leave it there. We we done two and a half hours. I might go ahead and just keep this. I might go ahead and just keep this show, and we'll just do a, a as brief of a recap as possible on Wednesday. Now, see, this this is gonna be interesting because Wednesday is also Wednesday sundown is the official Passover. You know what? Uh, as of right now, we're gonna we're gonna continue this Wednesday morning because we're supposed to go over to the to, to the EO Pure Therapy Event Center um, and do the Passover reading and then come back and say the prayers. I want to put some thought into this. I don't want to overthink it either. I mean, this is 
this is just this is just like um when you, when we were going over you know um the movies that we that we've watched more than once more than ten times each time each time that we watch them you know you get more edification and more under, more understanding and 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 i i i'm 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 at a point where i i don't I don't believe that there's any any overthinking in this. This is this is this is a um uh uh I should say uh eye widener, I guess, because our eyes are already open. <laughs> right. So, you know, so this is bringing the vision, you know, uh the vision more more clear, more yeah, instead of wider, uh more clear, more a, a, another level of of, of under, understanding, and and um, the understanding on the the title, the title, because you know the majority of our people believe that Jesus Christ is actually his personal name, even with the scripture telling us that. His his personal name was Emmanuel, <laughs> right? Even with that, you know. So this is this is great edification and proof that the anointed Savior or Jesus Christ or is is an office. You know, his his in in office. I mean that that is. I, I think that's beautiful, I, and and there really isn't an over over. I don't think you overthought this at all. I think it, it you know, you know, it's given me a, a a a truly truly clearer understanding of of the deliverer, the 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 anointed savior, you know, just just in the definition before we 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 started reading, you know, further down. All right, kind, 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 kind. Now, I want to come back in and, and, and dive into this part a little bit more about just like you just brought up. Why is the name Emmanuel used, meaning God is with us? Why, why was that? Why is that? Why is that so important? And not from a religious uh, point of view, but why is that so important for for the Hebrew Israelites? Is because the Hebrew God had 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 we had forced God to turn His back on us because we turned His back on Him, we turned our back on Him, and the Most High has not been with us. He's come back to us now, and that He's even letting us learn our name again, that we are the Israelites, that we're not Baptist, Methodist, Episcopalian, Seventh Day Adventist, um, Scientology, Catholic, uh, or what have you. We're not Crips, Bloods, Democrats, Republicans, um, or, or um, an educational uh, system of, of lambdas, alphas, Greeks, Qs, or whatever, but that we're actually coming back in front of that we're Israelites, the Lord's trying to return back to us. He's starting to return back to us and, and actually be with us and give us those keys to how to get his attention again. Um, but it took somebody uh, being that wanted to get God to look back at us again 
and that being Jesus Christ, Jesus the Christ, being uh, the anointed um, and the crucifixion that he went through, and that now upon his return, this second time, that he's going to deliver the children of Israel out of this last captivity. He's going to deliver the 12 tribes out of this place, and the main place the deliverance is going to take place at is North America, the country of the north, North America. So, again, I, I guess I'm just thinking about when I say overthinking for myself, I'm thinking about how, quote, unquote, Christians who don't study the Bible or know the Bible, the arguments that they got in their head or the arguments they got and, and what's being presented and what's being shown and what they, they're just their rhetoric that they're going to come out their mouth with. And, um. <laughs> and trying to get people understanding that people that have listened to, this, to the show, they heard a lot of talking and, and I'm going to associate the talking with when well, Mashab is running his mouth, so that means I can run my mouth. And it's not about the messenger as much as about the message. And knowing that people have not put this depth or this level of study into into things, they're going to make it out and reveal these things, just the, 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 the arguing. The, the hard-heartedness, the, the stiff neck, the I got to be hurt too. I guess I'm, I'm smart. I'm smart. I can do things too. Like, uh, fret a while. Like, 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 uh, what was Al Pacino's name in Godfather? Um, oh, uh, oh, Oh my goodness! I guess. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, Michael Corleone. Yeah, Michael Corleone. Like my dad is <laughs> his older brother, Freddie. I love you. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, are you talking about the one that that he that he uh? That he that he 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 put to death the one that, you know when they yeah. went on the fishing trip. <laughs> yeah, Fredo. Yeah, Fredo, because you know, and, and Fredo Fredo had messed up. Yeah, <laughs> Fredo had messed up with you know in Vegas. You uh, know. In, in, in uh, Cuba, yeah, kind Cuba um, and, and yeah, yeah. He and, and and Vegas because he was trying to prove, you know, I'm I'm smart. I I, I know how to do this business, and you know, <laughs> he ended up, you know, not only causing the family to to lose, but you know, for a dispensation of time, he was allowed to live, but <laughs> you know, he ended up losing his life. Right. Uh, you know, trying, you know, because of, because of the pride and, 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 you know, I guess in a way he, he, he was overthinking it. He was, he was trying too hard. Yeah. Huh. To prove that, you know, he could do the job that, uh, that Michael was doing and in which also that's, that's how, um, Sonny, <laughs> Sonny ended up getting, you know, Taken out, you know, uh, 
you know, which is, you know, goes to prove, you know, another point because those are uh, also movies that I watch over and over again and, you know, get certain, get, get certain things, certain, certain things, you know, that are, that, um, I was just, I was just bringing up, you know, just, just one instance where, 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 um, the the Don Corleone, the 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 father of of Mike, be, before he died, he was he was counseling him and 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 giving him advice and 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 actually like prophesying to him about who was going to do what and what to do when this happened and you know and you you know they had to have gotten that you know something from from the scriptures for when. Uh, King David was was giving Solomon counsel, and you know, before before um, he gave up the the spirit before he died. Yeah. It, yeah. On that, you know, there's there's similarities in there, like the the heads and 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 you know Adonijah and you know in the Bible in in the Bible and then you know uh, the the first one who who makes uh, an offer is is the is actually the the, the betrayer, right. you know. Right. You know, but um, gone. I definitely, <laughs> definitely uh, get it, and, and uh, looking forward to to Wednesday. Uh, you know. All right, brothers, we are going to end, end this one. Uh, we're going to bring this, this one to a close. Uh, please tune in tonight to uh, uh, ISBHBK uh, Houston, ISBHBK San Antonio, ISBHBK Norfolk. Um, if you can visit one of the classes, please visit one of the classes um, as we get ready for this Passover week. Um, it has come to my attention that SOT is starting. They, they're saying that the official Passover is tonight. Uh, And okay, uh, so they're starting their Passover tonight. Uh, I haven't checked with, with, with Norfolk, but I know that Masrayasha where we get the calendar from that we that we, we that we participate with, they have the official Passover starting uh, sundown Wednesday sundown uh, April fifth. So, if you're in the area, uh, we're, we're, uh, please join up, hook up, link up uh, with Israelites. Uh, keep it with Zephaniah chapter two, verse one. Gather yourselves together, yea, gather together, O nation I desire. Before the decree brings forth, before the day passes the shaft, before the fierce anger of the Lord comes upon you, seek righteousness, seek peace. It may be that the Lord shall, uh, ye shall be here in the day of the Lord's anger. There is still about us gathered together, um, and not to judge one another in respect of a holy day or of a Sabbath. So. Um, uh, with that being said, uh, hook up with uh, any Israelites. Um, it, it, it is that time. It's a good thing to do. Uh, and I believe Brother Tazapa, if he's not working tomorrow, he will be holding down uh, Tazapa Tuesdays, uh, coming, at, coming at us tomorrow uh, at, at this same time in the morning. And then we'll, we'll be back Wednesday. We'll say we'll, we'll most probably, we, will, we will be back Wednesday, um, continue this class. And then we'll be meeting uh, at the event center, 
EO Pure Therapy Event Center uh, Wednesday night at 7 uh, to go over ceremony and prayers. So with that, uh, my name is Masala. Let me pull this up again. And, then, and um, <clears throat> uh, my name is, is Gabarkawa. And with that, we would like to say shalom. Shalom. Israel.